The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. From now until Tuesday, you get 20% off when you use promo code NFCBEAST. Yo, DeGenerinos, welcome back, or welcome for a first time to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 213. It's going to go out to Jeremy Friedman. You may ask yourself, who's Jeremy Friedman? I had never heard of Jeremy Friedman until a few hours ago. Jeremy Friedman apparently is the aforementioned uh, teenage squeaky voice kid from The Simpsons, who I said a few episodes ago does not have a name. Apparently he has a name. And it's Jeremy Friedman, and I didn't know that, and neither did my co-host, I think, and he's a Simpsons fan as well. So don't know if this is legit or not, but there you go. Jeremy Friedman, this goes out to you for all the abuse you take in Springfield. Uh, this is not a Simpsons podcast, even though I would like to do a Simpsons podcast. Uh, someone slide in my DMs. Uh, give me an offer. Um, this is an MMA podcast, and we are going to give you picks. Female MMA. This uh, this episode, Invicta FC 49 is going down on Wednesday from Oklahoma. And we've got winning picks for you. Well, I guess I say we, but it's not really me. I'm, I'm giving you the ground groundwork, and then the brains of the operation is going to step in and give you all the winning picks. His name would be the Gumby God, Daniel Vreeland. Let's bring him in now. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> you didn't, I didn't give you, you enough to work off, did I? You didn't give me enough to work on. Although I will say I'm excited to see Invicta back uh, yeah. because – and this is a, this is a, a title fight that has kind of yeah. been in the talks for a while – and from a, a fighter who I think is is genuinely beloved on Twitter. So if you're yeah, a, a, a person, follow. yeah, she's a great follow. Uh, so it'd be fun to talk about her fight. And even if you are not a like, you know, quote unquote Invicta fan, and you like follow what's going on in Invicta all the time and the fighters in there, there are gonna be so many names you know from uh, contender series, UFC castoffs. Uh, there there are three. Uh, ultimate fighter castmates in this uh, episode. So yeah, th- this is a this is a card. Even people who are not super down with Invicta can have a lot of fun watching. Yep, someone with uh, not just a nickname but a whole new alias uh, for a nickname too, which uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> we have discussed before. <clears throat> Sorry, I- I've been sick all weekend, but here I am uh, doing your podcast, coughing once in a while. Um, what else was I going to say about Invicta? Um, yes, it's going down Wednesday. Oh, it's going down in Oklahoma, which I. More than likely, I'm going to be able to get you fighter payout info if that's something you are interested in. Um, it will. I've already contacted the Oklahoma Athletic Commission, um, and they have in the past that they've given out that info. So if they do, I will have it posted on my MMA site, moneymma.substack.com. So give it a follow. At the very least, you can enter our our free pick and contest and have some fun there. So, um, all right. So, so you think this is a decent Invicta card? I think. So. So, yeah, I, I think uh, as I talked about uh, last time, I'm going to have some surprise dog picks for you in here that I think are going to be pretty profitable. And uh, in addition to that, yeah, like I, I think, you know, like like any Invicta card, there's a couple of people who look like they should be in the UFC. There's a couple of people who might need two or three fights before they get there. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like it's like LFA if LFA only had women. Yep. 
that, that's a very good uh, summation of it. How are the lines usually set for Invicta? I, I know they come out a little bit later than than other promotions, uh, kind of like uh, what happens with PFL and maybe Bellator, even later than that. Um, uh, is there usually holes in the lines? It sounds like this week you found some holes, but are, are the lines usually pretty decent for Invicta events? I think we've only broken down Invicta once or twice in the past. Yeah, I, I found that sometimes they have holes. I, I would say the biggest place that they have holes are typically like uh, early on in the prelims. Um, and, and maybe that's where they are this time. Maybe that's not oh. where they are this time. But uh, like... Yeah, the the biggest problem they have is with women who have records like Jillian DeCourcy, um, yeah. who, who granted she's she's in a title fight this week, so like that that kind of goes out the window. But her record's eight and three or five and three rather, and like that looks bad, uh, automatically lined against. I think you'll always see that fighter kind of look bad, and I don't think that's always necessary. So uh, we'll we'll talk about one or two fighters who maybe got an ugly uh, ugly line on their side, and it's gonna help us tremendously. Ugly line for them, beautiful line for us. So, uh, Mick to FC 49 is Dalboni versus DeCourcy. It's going down Wednesday, this Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, it says Access TV. You said it was on Fight Pass, though? Isn't, isn't, isn't it on Fight Pass now? Are they back to being on Access? I don't know. That's a, according to Tapology, it says Access TV. So, all right, I'm on. I'm, uh, I'll put the intern on it. Okay, intern is on it. Um, it's going down from the Sugar Creek Casino, which I um, don't even have to ask him. Dan's never been there, and neither have I. Hinton, <laughs> Oklahoma. I, I don't think I've ever even been through Oklahoma. Neither has Dan. I have. Uh, you have? Yeah. Have you been to Hinton, just Oklahoma? A, just a, no, I was, I was only in it, like, in a car. Yep. Um, this is, uh, sadly, they fight in a cage as well. Uh, they're, they don't do crazy things like uh, uh, phone booths or cars. No, they do it in a cage. And there are seven fights. We're going to give you picks for five of them in a moment. First, I'm going to tell you about WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day, where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to $8,000. WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. As I said in the past, if you live elsewhere, time to move. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, build your own, select build your own bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet, W-Y-N-N-B-E-T, to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Share of signatures at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If you watch football, you need... Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. And finally, Odds Trader. Odds Trader is the place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, was there, did the intern find anything for us? 
Yes, the intern found that Invicta has been uh, in April, which I didn't realize this was actually acquired by uh, Anthem uh, Entertainment, which is a a company uh, that also owns Access TV. Yep. Um, So the the reason why they're no longer on Fight Pass, I believe, is because Access TV bought Invicta and they want to have them on them. <laughs> there you go. I don't think we get access up here in the Great White North, so maybe it, it will be YouTube for us. But they said anyway. um, uh, in the article I was reading, they said Canada will have it on. Is there a fight channel or fight? Oh, yeah, network? yeah, yeah. That's right. That, yep. It's apparently all owned by the same people. So you're That's in on true. that. All right. There you go. There you go. All right. Let's kick things off with flyweights. I don't have to say women because they're all women. Helen Peralta versus Pollyanna Botello. couple names you more than likely know, or quite possibly know. Let's tell you about Peralta first. Iansa, I-A-N-S-A is the nickname. Dan? No idea. Ianza. Okay, no <laughs> idea. We start things off hot. Five and two with one knockout for Peralta. She's been knocked out once. Five and one in Invicta. So all of her experience basically is in Invicta, which is a good high-level organization. Two straight wins. Three of her last four have been wins. She used to fight down at Strawweight. She was 0-1 in the Ultimate Fighter. 2-0 as a bare-knuckle fighter in BKFC, plus 120 on her. Uh, Botello, 8-5 with six knockouts. She's been submitted twice. This will be her Invicta debut. She went 3-4 in the UFC. Uh, she lost her last three fights, last one via submission. That's what got her kicked out of the UFC. She's not won a fight since April of 2019. She used to fight a strawweight as well. She was a regional champion. She's got seven inches of height on Peralta, two inches of reach, minus 150. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Helen Peralta on this one. Uh, the here's first why. underdog. Yeah. What What did you say the line was for? Plus one twenty was. Oh, okay. Honest. All right. Nice. Okay. It's it's uh, I, I've seen it bouncing around between that and like negative one hundred five, which still technically makes her an underdog. But yeah. uh, yeah. So here's why I like Helen Peralta in this one uh if you saw her on the ultimate fighter you know she hits like a truck um or if you saw her in her like bare knuckle boxing matches like she hits so hard um and she sits down on her punches and just like isn't afraid to just like brawl with people and poliana botelio is like not somebody who's going to like repeatedly take you down you know what i mean and that's what beats helen peralta like helen peralta will get beat if you just like take her down grind her make her work and, like, Botello's just not that person, right? Botello's going to – she might mix it up better than uh, better than, than Peralta does, but she certainly is not going to, like, outpoint her, outmuscle her, out anything like that. So, like, if she isn't going to grind and isn't going to take the fight from her that way, I don't like her standing in front of Helen Peralta for 15 minutes. So I'm going to take Peralta here. There you go. Simple breakdown. Simple way to make some cash. All right. Um, what are we moving on to? We're moving on to same weight class. Um, flyweight Caitlin Neal versus Hannah Guy, who you may have heard on the Top Turtle MMA podcast last week. Gumby interviewed her. Let's see if he's going to betray her and pick against her here. I'm going to tell you about Neal first. Katniss is the nickname. She's five and four, one knockout, one submission. She's been knocked out once. Oh, one in Evicta, one and one in the Ultimate Fighter, one and oh in Bellator. Um, her record may not look that great, five and four. However, she's won four of her last five fights, so she is on a roll. Won her last fight via submission. She had four inches of height, five inches of reach on Guy. So she's going to be much bigger. Uh, plus 160. Hannah, the Hurricane Guy, four and one. One knockout, two submissions. Never been finished in the fight. This will be her Invicta debut. She was 0-1 in the Ultimate Fighter. 0-1 in Bare Knuckle Fighting. She won three straight fights. Last one via TKO. Three straight MMA fights make that. She was 1-0 in Bellator. Used to fight at Strawweight. Three years younger than Neil. 
minus 200. So I, I'm going to go with the favorite Hannah guy here. Um, here's why I like the favorite Hannah guy. Uh, Caitlin Neal showed in while she was on the ultimate fighter that she has an issue uh, somewhat similarly to Helen Peralta with, with people who can out grapple her. Cause really that's what happened. Juliana Miller made her look like a novice on the mat. And you know, like typically Caitlin Neal is just like the pick you apart from range, kind of just like enjoy a decision victory kind of person. Um, and I think Hannah Guy is going to bring that fight to her. Like, I, I think Hannah Guy is going to grapple her. I think Hannah Guy showed she had really, really good uh, grappling and kind of got unlucky with a decision. Like, she fought Brogan Walker, who wound up going to the finals. Um, and, and one of the judges had it one-to-one, -one, which I think is probably the right move. Like, I think it should have been one-to-one, -one and it should have gone to a third round, and it just didn't. And they gave it a Brogan Walker straight up, um, or at least the other two judges did. So I, I think she can hang on the mat with... Caitlin Neal. And I'll also say this, I, I think she's gotten a lot better uh, in, from what I've seen since being on the ultimate fighter. She chose to make a move to go work with Alan Belcher down in Biloxi, Mississippi. Um, and, and as we've seen, his team has produced some pretty damn good fighters too, right? That's where Brandon Davis came from. Um, so like, I, I'm glad to see her with like a more set team schedule. And I think, like I said, I, I think the grappling just plays in here. I will share, though, that I don't love this line. As I mentioned at the top of the show, when you see somebody with a record of five and four, like lines for Invicta just automatically fade that person. I don't think Caitlin Neal is going to win here, but I also don't think Hannah Guy is like a negative 200 style favorite here. Right. It sounds a lot of your info sounds like you listened to the same interview I listened to uh, coming about Guy. So it's good. You listen to the same things. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. yeah. We, I definitely listen to the same things as you. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going to tell you about a couple. We're ripping through this podcast so fast. I better get some more of our sponsors uh, mentioned before we run a, we're out of out of picks here. Dan's breaking them down pretty straightforward for you this week. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick em contests versus other people for a shot at winning a quarter million or more in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and Win 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Betting up to five player props over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to 25 bucks. Promoguy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates and odds boost and huge cash bonuses from all the major sportsbooks. And they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I got to say, we've been looking at the daily promo updates and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that a promo guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguy.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check uh, out promoguy.us. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. The uh, basketball one is about to kick off very, very soon. It's a game-changing product like anything else in the industry, and now you can win on Sleeper by playing the new over-under game. 
They have over-unders integrated right into fantasy. It's the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest via over-under itself, but you can also do so through your fantasy league's matchup screen. For example, Patrick Mahomes is your starting fantasy quarterback. And not only do you think you are going to win your fantasy matchup this week, but you're also confident that Mahomes is going to hit his over 250 passing yards line. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Overrunner on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football player props. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Overrunner game. Have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP. And you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, we're going to drop down to straw weight. Liz Tracy versus Valeska Machado. Uh, Tracy, the Titan. Liz, the Titan Tracy. Seven to four. One knockout, one submission. Never been finished in a fight. 3-3 three three in Evicta. She's won two straight fights. She also does pro grappling. She used to fight up at featherweight. Uh, no, flyweight, excuse me. 125 plus 195, the number of her. You may know. Uh, you may not know Machado's name, but you know Tina Black's name. That, that's what we're talking about here. Uh, Machado is the aforementioned, or, or the famous mentioned podcast before Tina Black. 93 is one no contest for Ms. Black. Four knockouts, one submission. Never been finished in a fight. This will be your Evicta debut. Oh, one on the contender series. That's where we know her from. Previously, she won her last fight via submission. She also does pro grappling. Used to fight down at Adam Weight. She's seven years younger than Tracy, two inches taller, minus two forty-five. So, um, you know, I, I'm I'm going to be real honest here. I'm fading Tina Black uh, I, for a couple of reasons. Number one, you you saw her on that fight in the contender series against Piero Rodriguez, and like uh, the big problem in that fight was Rodriguez is is just too good of a wrestler for her, right? She, she anytime she was in any trouble with Tina Black, she just took her down, and she had Black had no idea what to do with that. Rodriguez just ran through her like water. And as you just mentioned, you know, like it, it, you know, if you look at topology and it says they're also pro grapplers or stuff like that, you, you've got to ask yourself what what kind of pro grappler that means. Liz Tracy's actually a really good grappler. We've seen her on submission underground like three or four times. Um, she, she fought Brianna Stay Marie, um, who, who I know that that name probably doesn't mean a lot to all you guys, but she just got done, um, being in the Abu Dhabi world championship and she only lost to Fithian Davis, who is like, you know, tops of the top. So like, th- this is a woman who has gone out and, and grappled with some of the best. I mean, she, she tapped out Julian Robertson at a submission underground. Like that's enough to talk about right there. So I think Liz Tracy is just going to bring the grappling game to Valeska Machado or Tina Black or whatever you want to call her. I think she's going to do it in a violent manner. I'll also say this. Another one of those people on our resume who says, you know, her resume says seven in four and everybody winces and is like, eee. most of those losses were at the beginning of her career. And listen to who they're against. Split decision loss to Ashley Yoder. Split decision loss to Andrea KGB Lee. Decision loss to Stephanie Gelschmacher, who is uh, was a Invicta champion, and a decision loss to Victoria Leonardo, who's in the UFC. So three UFC veterans and an Invicta champion are the only people she's lost to. And since then, she went and beat Jody Esquivel and Danielle Taylor, who've also both been in the UFC. Liz Tracy has a crazy strength of schedule here, a really good wrestling background. And as you kind of mentioned, too, 
she's she's going to be bigger. She's somebody who's yeah. fought up a weight class, and we've seen Tina Black fight at Adam weight. So, like, why would you not take the bigger, stronger wrestler with a tougher resume over the one who looked like crap on Contender Series? All right. Uh, tell me, why why are why are people not taking this? Why are the odds so skewed? I think it's I, I think a lot of it is is record wise. Um, yeah. and a lot of it is that you know you can say Tina Black was highlighted by the UFC to be somebody on Contender Series, right? She was you know she she went into Contender Series riding like a one two three four five fight winning streak. She only lost by decision. She bounced back with a quick win after that, as you mentioned. By the way, that quick win over somebody who's two and four. Uh, you know, so like she's not out there fighting that same level of competition. But she's got really great. She's got a really great record, and you know, like she she's kind of fun to watch because right, you remember her striking when she's able to throw and not on her back is actually pretty exciting to watch. Um, and Liz Tracy is not. I'm gonna say this is not the most exciting fighter to watch. She plows through people with like double leg takedowns, and she's a grinder. Some people don't love watching that, especially in like a women's MMA fight, right? With like smaller women who you don't think are gonna get the TKO finish. But I'll tell you something, Liz Tracy is impressive when it comes to that. There you go. She is a Titan as well, so we we can't go against the Titans. All right, co-main event, flyweight once again, Maya Suo Tama versus Ketlin Souza. Let's tell you about Suo Tama first. The Mountain Mama is the nickname. She's eight and six. <laughs> that's a good nickname for me as well uh, going forward. Uh, she's eight and six, five knockouts, two submissions. She's been submitted once. She's not fought since March of 2021. She's lost three straight fights. She has not actually won a fight, MMA fight, since December of 2017. She used to fight up at Featherweight, Bantamweight, excuse me, Bantamweight, 0-1 in Strikeforce. Uh, do you know who she lost in strike two in Strikeforce? Then? I do. Misha Tate as part yes, of that turn as part of that tournament. There you yeah. go. Uh, 2009. She's been a pro MMA fighter since. She's three inches taller than Souza plus 240. Souza, is this a nickname you were warning me about? In, in you didn't tell me what it was, but you said there's a good nickname coming up. No, I, I thought Mountain. I thought Mountain. Mountain Mountain is the one. <laughs> this one is Esquinta Esquinta Dina Esquinta Dina. Esquinta Dina. Yes. So it, it means something small. Oh, right. Um, in Inha, yeah. If it ends in Inha, it's right. always yeah. small. If it ends in Ow, it's always large. So Esquadina. I, I don't I don't know what that means the, though. Uh, Google says warm up. <laughs> Probably doesn't that would be a great nickname. Warm up. <laughs> that's, the, so, that's the worst fighter nickname ever. Exactly. Uh, she's eleven to three, eight knockouts, one submission. Souza. Um, speaking of now, she's been knocked out twice, submitted once, so she's been finished in all of her losses. Uh, this will be her Invicta debut. She's won three straight fights. She's not fought since August of 2021. She was a regional champion. She used to fight up at Bantamweight as well. Nine years younger than Suotama. Don't know the reach info on her. Minus 300. Yeah, let's talk about Suotama for a second because this record and where she's been and who she's fought is pretty freaking insane, dude. Like, as you mentioned, she's lost three in a row, but let's talk about those three. She lost to Lucy Pudilova. She lost to Shanna Young. And she lost to Lucrecia Riza, who was uh, who actually won on Contender Series recently. So, like, that's three losses to, like, very good competition. And if you want to peel back her losses earlier in her career, it's Misha Tate and Ashling Daly, uh, who, again, UFC veterans. So she has fought really high-level competition in those fights. And I'm going to say this. I think she beats Ketlin Souza here. I don't, I don't care that she hasn't won in five years because here's the thing. Bad record, right? Eight and six, coming off of three straight losses. 
infinitely better resume. And I will say this. I watched that fight because it's in it was in Octagon MMA when she fought Lucy Pudilova, and you can get like any Octagon film that you want. So I went back and watched it because I I knew the name and I was like, who am I? And then I looked up her record. I was like, oh yeah, I watched her on Strike Force Challengers Ten. So it's been a while since I've seen her, but I went back and watched the one on Octagon against Lucy Pudilova. She takes Pudilova down a bunch of times, and she grinds against her up against the cage. And I think, like, she, she's very, very physically strong, especially through the shoulders when she's finishing things. I think she she's lighter on her feet than Souza. I think she's faster than Souza. Souza just kind of, like, for me, has kind of, like, sloppy striking, which is why you see her get beat by... I mean, she got beat by Ariane Carnalosi, so I guess we should give her some credit for fighting some some high-level competition, too. But she also got fought, beat by this girl who is only, like, 4-1, uh, Dan Cardoso, who's, you know, she's rattled off wins since then, but she just got picked apart on the feet. And, like, I think Suotama is not going to necessarily pick her apart on the feet, but I think she's going to soften her up enough so that the takedown game gets into wet play. And uh, I'm going to take the short notice, Maiju Suotama. I almost got through saying that name right every time. Oh, she's short notice, too? I didn't even have that, so that makes it even better. I I mean a little bit short notice, so it's really hard to tell what an Invicta short notice fight is because right. what usually happens with Invicta is they announce a card and then somewhere with like, like maybe two weeks to go left before like the card is actually going to happen. They send out a card update, like a press release card update. And it's got like three or four changes and you're unaware of whether or not those changes happened two months ago, like right after they originally announced the card or if they just happened so, like, I don't know it because Ketwin Souza was originally supposed to, supposed to fight Warhorse Williams, which is, uh, you know, a, a really good opponent in her own right. And then, like, all of a sudden she wasn't. So I don't know if that happened a month ago or two months ago or if that happened right as the, the fight card update happened. You just don't see fight card updates like you do with the UFC with Invicta. So, like, you kind of have to, like, guess and check. There you go. All right. Gumby's giving you back-to-back monster dogs will we finish it off with three straight we'll have to wait and see after i tell you about <coughs> after i coughed to death <laughs> after i tell you about the elias game plan app i don't want to cough on that did you know the best day of the week is actually monday and thursday and sunday that's because it's nfl season our favorite time of the year as i scroll past here it's where i'm gonna gonna talk to you about uh and whether you're into fa- into fantasy leagues betting on your team or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work the NFL season just got a whole lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app for the most trusted name in sports stats. The Elias Sports Bureau, official statisticians of U.S. pro sports, sports leagues. Elias Game Plan is full of information and insights provided with by their renowned research team, which means they constantly give you information that is up-to-date and that you can trust. This app gives you everything you need this season to get a competitive edge, league-validated team and player news and stats, head-to-head team comparisons ahead of their matchups, along with Elias' key insights from the Elias statisticians, including injury impact analysis and expert game analysis, which can give you the advantage in betting, picking your fantasy leagues, or showing off your sports knowledge. And Elias Game Plan is releasing new features all the time, like their chat function, where which allows you to talk directly with their researchers so you get the information you need to feel comfortable when making big decisions on betting on your fantasy team elias is the most respected research team in the industry quality information is key so i'm glad they created this app for accurate data and important context elevate your nfl season today and download the elias game plan app that's e-l-i-a-s 
And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe, get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use my own personal promo code SGPN15. Finalize game plan sports betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN15. Finally, introducing RYP VIP, a brand new subscription service from Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books, plus exclusive, exclusive that's the word, access to real money pools. Get access to exclusive, uh, there's a word again, exclusive data to help with your weekly game picks. Premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools and exclusive, again, swag. Top line here is that you're, if you're a serious sports fan, you need Run Your Pool VIP. Use code SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP and get 50% off of your first month of Run Your Pool VIP. That's code SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. All right, let's go to the main event. It is a five rounds, five minutes for the Invicta FC Atomweight Championship. Champion Jessica Dalboni versus challenger Jelena DeCourcy. We shall tell you about the challenger first. She has a lion heart. She is Lionheart. Jillian Corsi, not Chris Jericho. She's five and three with two knockouts. Never been finished in a fight. Four and two in Invicta. Won three of her last four fights, including winning her last fight via knockout. So yes, she's getting a title shot off a one fight winning streak, but she's won three or four. Used to fight at uh, Strawweight. Let's say Strawweight. 115. Inch taller, inch of reach on Daboni, plus 350. Dalboni, the champion, 12-3 and with two knockouts. Been knocked out once. 4-2 and two in Invicta and is the champion. She's won two straight fights. Used to fight at Strawweight as well. She's nine years younger than DeCourcy. Minus 450. So I, I do really love Julian DeCourcy. I want to preface it by saying this. But at the end of the day, uh, you're right. She She's coming off of a one-fight winning streak. Uh, and actually had, had lost two in a row, depending on how you score those two in a row. Because she had lost to Elise Reed. Um, who we know from the UFC, but she had also lost to Linda Mahalik uh, on one of those in Victor tournaments, but it's an exhibition, so it doesn't count on her official record. So really she's lost two in a row, but she did absolutely flatline Lindsay Van Zandt, which blew me away. It's actually one of the last, uh, one of the last Invicta fight cards we broke down. I was talking about Lindsay Van Zandt and how I thought you should get some money on her because she was going to beat the hell out of Julian DeCourcy. And it turned out to be an awful play. Um, but with all that, I just don't think she's ready for Jessica Delboni. I mean, she's 38 years old at this point in time. So like, this is her last chance to win like a, a championship in pretty much any organization that's, you know, real big, but Delboni is just like such a good grappler. She's another one of those ones who does like some high level grappling and has fought some really good people. Um, she also just like, beat the hell out of Alicia Zapatella in that last title fight. Um, you know, and, and to be honest, I think she won the the fight between them before because she had to do that weird thing where I, I think I told you like that, that fight was terribly scored. Alicia Zapatella did not win it. Um, and then they gave it to her anyway, but she's also beat Lindsay Van Zandt a couple of times, Herica Tuberculo a couple of times. She actually knocked out Bruna Brazil. Um, um, who we just saw in the contender series, Jessica Delboni's a beast. She ought to be in the UFC, but they don't have Adam weight. She probably one day will be in the UFC as a straw weight. Um, you know, like Delboni is just that good. So I think what, what DeCourcy kind of has going for her is like, she's got really nice knockout power for somebody of that size. But like, apart from that, I don't think there's any way for her to beat Jessica Delboni. I don't see her out pointing her for 25 minutes. I don't see her submitting her. I don't see her you know, winning grappling exchanges or being in top position. I think 
all of those things just go towards Delboni. So, yeah, I'm going to pick Delboni here. Uh, I will say if you're looking to make the fight more interesting, uh, Delboni inside the distance or like under three and a half or under four and a half is probably the move. There you go. Um, so how, how is she going to finish her TKO? I think so. I, I could definitely see a submission, too, despite the fact that, like, you don't see her, like, record littered with submissions. The amount of grappling competition she does and, like, knowing what we do know about Jillian DeCourcy, which is – she's not bad on the mat, right? Like, she's not awful on the mat, but, like, you know, she, she's been taken down before. She's, you know, gotten knee barred in grappling competitions before. And, like, yeah, she hasn't been finished by Alicia Zapatella, who's notoriously an awful finisher. And she stood and traded with Elise Reed, but that wasn't on the ground. So, like, I think it could be a submission here. A submission against the uh, grappling expert. Very, very interesting. Um all right, so you went pretty crazy with the um, with the underdogs. So let's give everyone a recap of his picks. Delboni, two big underdogs, Suatama and Tracy. And then he had Guy, and then he had Peralta, another underdog. So very underdog. mild under, yeah. very mild underdog with Peralta. I've seen that line has moved uh, back into the negative. She's like negative one oh five in some places now. So uh, you're probably not getting good dog money on Peralta. Yep. Um, oh, some breaking news. Uh, MMA Weekly, which is, I think, a legit web- website, right? I I, uh, I don't read MMA Weekly, so I'm not going to say they for sure are. But, but uh, sure. they had some breaking news I saw earlier today. Uh, here's the headline. Bikini wearing Mackenzie Dern hoses herself off in Instagram video. That's their that's their news story. So, so I'm gonna say it. they're I'm gonna say they're not a news source. They're not a real news source. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I don't I think that, I would. I don't think that's a headline. Like no, that, that is the headline. No, that I just read it. That was the headline. So um, all right. That's Enough that's nonsense. wild. I, yes, it is <laughs> wild. It, um, we will be talking about Mackenzie Dern on now. Nah, I guess not our next show, but the show after the next show. Wednesday we will be breaking down Dern versus Shaolin, uh prelims. And then Thursday, we will be doing the main card. Uh, thoughts on the fight card coming up this week? I really like it. Um, I will say it's – I've been having a little bit of a tough time finding value that I really love on on some of the plays there. You know, I was trying to put together some first looks at recommended, uh, recommended plays, and I really didn't see a lot that I liked in there. Um, just because there are kind of some, like, finicky guys who, like, have – had really beautiful performances and also like just atrocious ones. Like, you know, I, I just to rattle off a few names that feel that way. Like, do you ever feel good about picking for or against Rayoni Barcelos or like howdy? Yeah. Or, or do you ever feel good like wagering a pick either for or against Francisco Trinaldo? He's too old, but he He's, wins still, but he wins somehow. Right. And yes. then like, you could say the same thing about Brendan Allen, right? Sometimes Brendan Allen looks like a grappling expert, and sometimes yeah. he looks like he forgot what he's doing. So, like, there are a lot of guys on that card who, like, when they're their best, they're really fun to watch, and they seem like guys you should fade, and they just give me the worst feeling when I do actually fade them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, breaking this this fight card down for sure then. Um, sarcastic. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a weird one. It's going to be a weird one. <laughs> Well, whether it's weird, not weird, easy, hard, whatever, we will we always bring you the good. So that will be Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, until then, you can find us in the Discord. We live in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Twitter, it would be SGPN MMA. Uh, I am Jeff Fox, writer. He is Gumby Reeland. Read all our stuff, obviously, on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Dan has the Contender Series article up there now, and you will have an Invicta one up very shortly. And you can read my 
MMA stuff and enter my pick'em contest or over at moneymma.substack.com. And you can listen to Dan's Top Turtle MMA podcast later on this week when it drops. All right, take us home. I'm Dana Gumby Greenland. He's Mountain Mama Jeff Fox, and we will see you on Wednesday.